Sorry, everybody. We disconnected. It was technical difficulty. So uh, hopefully, uh, Abdullah, you, you, there was an issue that was fixed. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm good on my end. Yeah, I don't know what happened. It wasn't good. It wasn't in my end that 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 saw that that disconnected us. You know. Yeah, it was probably the app acting weird. Does was that times? It was probably the app sometimes acts weird. Yeah, it does. That's for sure. So we left off in the Chargers and Dolphins recap. So uh, what were your thoughts on that? Well, yeah. So with the Chargers, obviously, playing a team like the Dolphins, who aren't really good, they took care of business. Those are, those are the teams that if you're expected to be a playoff team, those are the games that you want to win. And and the Chargers did that. They, were, they, t- they took care of business. They won that game. Um, but really for the Chargers going forward, because the week before they lost to the Texans, it's it's going to be interesting how they match up against the better teams going forward, um, especially with a lot of the injuries that they have. Um, I think that as even though they have Phillip Rivers and they have a veteran roster, I think that they're going to be competitive towards the end, but I think they're going to just miss out on the playoffs because – the injuries that they have to like Russell Okung and Derwin James, I feel like it's going to be a little bit too much for them to overcome. Absolutely. I think, I think when they come back, they'll be ready to go. So, and also I think the Chargers will get hot at the right time. So what were your thoughts on the Rams and Browns game on the Sunday night week three game? Well, it was interesting. It was the Browns first Sunday night games in almost a decade, I think. And it was interesting that, their entire starting secondary didn't play at all, but their defense played pretty well, I would say, considering the fact that that you know their entire secondary not playing. The Rams, to me, didn't really play that well on offense outside of really Cooper Cup. But Cooper Cup is the reason they won that game. Jared Goff was very hit or miss that game. He To me, he played okay, but he made a lot of mistakes in that game. But uh, ultimately, you know, it's hard to run. In, uh, it's hard to win on the road, and they were able to take care of business, and they and they won the game. The Browns also I feel like on on offense, the play calling wasn't too good, especially on that final drive during in that fourth and nine situation where they ran a draw play. That was a very bad play call. But you know, obviously, the Rams are a good team, so the better team won. I think. Yeah, absolutely, the better team won. And also, I want to ask you. Uh, what were your thoughts on the Rams' upset loss to the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks? They never gave up in that game, but that was a team that they should have not lost to. Yeah, that was a surprise. That was a surprise for me. I, I definitely didn't expect that. For the Rams, though, again, it was a situation where Jared Goff didn't play really well. I think he had like three interceptions. The defense also gave up a ton of points. I mean, that was very unexpected, especially at home. But, uh, you know, I guess sometimes all teams have that, like, stinker, that, that one game where they just – things just kind of don't go your way. I think they'll be fine going forward. I'm sure they'll make some adjustments. But if I'm Jared Goff, that's two kind of bad games in a row. Next week or tonight when they play against the Seahawks, he's definitely going to – he's going to have to have a bounce-back game. And it won't be easy because they played the Seahawks on the road in prime time. So he's going to definitely have to have a big game in order to, I guess you can say, 
instill confidence again um, in the fan base. Absolutely. So now let's talk about our week five preview. So let's start off with with our Thursday night pre- game preview with the Rams and Seahawks today. Both teams are three and one, and one of these teams is going to be four and one. So who's your pick to win Thursday night football? Tonight's game between the Rams and Seahawks. I'm going to say the Rams are going to win this game today by three points. I think it's going to come down to a field goal by Greg Zerline. But if the Seahawks win, it would be a Russell Wilson touchdown. I got the Seahawks winning. They're at home. It's prime time. Russell Wilson's having a career year so far. He's having probably his best season. I think Seahawks win at home. The crowd's going to be electric and I just I like them at home um it's gonna be tough for the Rams you know they're gonna lose back-to-back games but I like I like Seattle at home for sure but do you still think the Rams are gonna be the winners of the NFC West well they'll remember in their preseason predictions I actually had the Niners winning the division so so far that's looking like a pretty good pick um because the Niners are undefeated now granted they had a bye week last week but that division's looking pretty good. I mean, even Arizona, who hasn't won the game, they've been fun to watch. And But the top three teams in that division, they're all looking good. It's going to be a tough one. It's going to come down to the end of the season for sure as far as who wins the division, which makes these divisional matchups even more important. Um, at the end of the day, those tiebreakers are going to really determine who wins the division. So it's a huge game tonight for both teams for sure. I'm going to say the Rams still win the division because they still have a deep roster. They have a talented roster. But Seattle, I wouldn't be shocked if, if – I think Seattle's in the playoffs for sure. So is the Rams. See, my thing is all, all three of the teams have a good roster. Now, in the case of the Rams, they, they, their offensive line quite isn't quite as good as it was last year. Austin Blight also got hurt this year. Not really sure how much time he's going to miss, but he's their starting right guard, and he's he's a big part of their offense. Uh, no, 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 Austin Blight, the starting right guard. Yeah, but it's always next man up. I think this the Rams have a deep offensive line, but as long as Andrew Whitworth doesn't get hurt, right? But you know, it makes up an offensive line makes up. You have five people, so. You can have a good left tackle. You can have a good right tackle. But if the interior, your left guard, center, and right guard aren't good, especially with a, with Jared Goff at quarterback, who he has to have a good offensive line because he isn't the best athlete, That like that's a significant injury in my opinion. But Todd Gurley is also – I don't know if, if Todd Gurley is just not the same or if, like, the Rams are just monitoring his carries. Um, but he hasn't quite been as good as he's been in the past couple of years. Um, I just, all things considered, if you want to say all three teams have good rosters, to me, the tiebreaker goes down to the quarterback. The team that has the better quarterback to me has the advantage. I, I like Garoppolo and, and Wilson more than I like Jared Goff. I think, uh, I, I, so you have Seattle winning tonight? Yeah, I have the Seahawks winning. All right, so let's also Let's also keep moving along with our picks for week five. So uh, let's do a pick between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Carolina Panthers. So 
Who do you have winning that game? I say Jacksonville continues to win and, and keep hopping on that Gardner Minshew hype train. You know, this this game is interesting. It's a lot more exciting than I think it, it previously was. Like, for some reason, I feel like Gardner Minshew versus Kyle Allen is more exciting than Nick Foles versus Cam Newton. Like, I'm looking forward to that matchup more. You know, it's weird. It's a tough game to pick. Carolina or Jacksonville, because the Panthers have won two games on the road, if I'm not, if I remember correctly, back-to-back games on the road, and, and this is a game at home for them. So something's kind of got to give. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Jaguars. I think the Jaguars pull off an upset, and Gardner Mitchell keeps that magic going. Absolutely, he does. I think he I think he's already the face of the Jaguars franchise. Well, so far, you know, it's it's been what Minshew mania, as they're calling it, right? And I don't know, I, I don't want to bet against the mustache. You're, so. You don't want to jinx it or anything? Yeah, I, I don't want to bet against the mustache. I think, I think he, he I think they're going to win. <laughs> no, I was asking you. You think I, you already think Gardner Minshew's proven to be the face of the Jaguars franchise at quarterback? Because I think he's an upgrade over Blake Bortles. Oh, oh, that's for sure. But I wouldn't say he's the face of the. Fr- face of the franchise yet like he's not a guy I guess he's had a great couple games so far and I personally am a huge fan of him but I think it's a little bit too early to to determine whether or not that he could be your foreseeable like your starter for the foreseeable future as far as whether or not you can build the team around him but so far he's been playing great and he deserves credit for that yeah I think uh, I think I think the Jaguars would want to build around Gardner Minshew fans they already love I mean, if he could if he continues playing the way he's been playing he's definitely going to be the starter going into next season for sure but it's too early right now it's only like three games that he started yeah i would i would give it a little bit more time yeah so now keep moving on let's talk about next the cardinals and the bengals so both teams are winless and i'm going to say I don't really believe the Cardinals are going to win on the road in Cincinnati. I think this is the finally the time that the Bengals get their first win under Zach Taylor, and I think that the Bengals are going to start getting back on track now. And I think that this is the, the, the time, this is the game that I think the Bengals are going to get their first win of the season. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's it's interesting. This game probably features the two worst offensive lines in the NFL. So, it's going to be interesting how the defenses play. Um, I'm, I'm interested in seeing how high-scoring the game is going to be because, as I mentioned, the offensive line play is probably going to be atrocious. And But at the same time, you have a lot of skill position players on both teams. And both, both teams have offensive-minded head coaches. So, it'll be interesting to see how the score is going to come out. But, yeah, I totally agree. I think the Bengals win at home. Last week, obviously, they had a big loss to the Steelers, but it was on the road, and they just didn't match up well against the Steelers. So, yeah, I think they bounced back this week, and they get their first win of the season. So, you think it, do you think the Bengals can overcome an 0-4 start? Like, you know how the Colts last year overcame at 1-5 start? Do you think you see that's the same for the Bengals? Well, no, I, I think that they're going to miss out on the playoffs. Their roster just isn't good enough. 
and the AFC North is just way too good. I think that division is really going to come down to the, the Browns and the Ravens. They're definitely the class of that division. But um, for Cincinnati, and I have a couple friends who are Bengals fans, there's still reason to be optimistic because I feel like Zach Taylor, considering what he's had to work with, he hasn't been terrible. Um, and they do have some nice pieces on defense. I will say, though, if I'm the Bengals, it was interesting when I was talking to a couple of my friends about this, they brought this up as well. If I'm the Bengals, I would consider trading some of my veteran players, guys like Geno Atkins, uh, Sean Williams, A.J. Green, even though he's injured right now. So they probably can't move him. I think he's a free agent after this year, but I would have tried to move him if possible and just get whatever I can because they're a rebuilding roster. It doesn't make sense to keep those guys on the roster I would rather just play the younger guys and see what they got. And, you know, hopefully they could be a contributor on the team once they potentially get good in maybe a year or two. So you're saying is that you think the Bengals are going to get rid of all those veterans? Like, does it start with, like, Andy Dalton maybe after next year? I, I, would, I would do that. I don't think they can get rid of Dalton just because I don't see any team trading for him because of his contract. Because he'd probably be a backup on most teams. Um, even though he is a starter in the league, it's just I, I feel like if, if you're a team that's going to need a quarterback, like you're, you're either like you're in the position where like you have a young guy or you already have a veteran, so there aren't many teams that really need a starter. Maybe there'd be a team that needed a backup, but his, just, his price tag's too high, so I don't see anyone trading for him. Yeah, absolutely. So now let's talk about the next game we're going to talk about next is uh, is the Falcons and the Texans. I think Houston's going to con- is going to continue their winning ways, and I think the Falcons. I think they're going to. I think they're going to just continue their one and four start. I just don't see any improvements on this Falcons team. I thought I would, but they just they're just not proven to me right now. The Falcons are probably the biggest disappointment so far this season, for me at least. Um, I understand that Keanu Neal got hurt. I understand that their offensive line isn't as good as it's been in years past. But I think this – yeah, you could blame coaching. Totally, Dan Quinn deserves a lot of the blame. But I'm also going to put a lot of it on Matt Ryan because he's a veteran quarterback. And a lot of people consider him to be one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Well, if you're one of the top quarterbacks in the league, then you're going to be able to somehow overcome this stuff. Granted, the Falcons' defense has been really bad, but still, it's it's just, to me, last week, like, yeah, the Titans are a good team, but you got to win that game at home. Granted, the Titans are a good team, and, and the Titans are – we'll get to them later, but to me, the Falcons should have won that game and they didn't take care of business. So the, there's a lot of blame to go around, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I think Houston's going to come out and win, and I think Houston's going to start getting a win streak going because of how weak the AFC South is. Yeah, I like the Texans at home for sure. I think Watson's going to have a big game. He's going to light up the Falcons' secondary. I think they, they, they win by a pretty significant margin. 
Yeah, absolutely. So, so that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, so that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's talk about ne- the next game I want to talk about is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Pelicans and the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to say New Orleans. That's a lock for me right there. They're going to go three and they're going to go four and one. I think they're going to continue their hot ways with with Teddy Bridgewater until the time Drew Brees comes back. Yeah, I like the Saints at home as well. They're just a different team at home. That defense is playing very, very well. I think the the, the skill position players that they have with Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, those guys are all going to have big games. Now, granted, the Bucks defense has played very well the past couple of weeks, and Tobles has done a fantastic job considering what he has to work with. But I think the Saints are going to win at home for sure. Yeah, absolutely, and I think uh, I think Kamara and uh, Bridgewater are ready for a good game. Also, I think Taysom Hill's ready for a good game as well. Also, let's let's keep moving on. Let's talk about the next game. We're going to talk about the New York Giants taking on the Minnesota Vikings. And what are your thoughts on the Giants and Vikings? What are your thoughts? So on it's that game? weird. I think the Giants are going to are going to win this game. I think the Daniel Jones hype train is about to be underway. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the Giants win because they're at home. It's weird. The the Vikings, to me, have the way better roster. Like, they're definitely a more talented team. But with the whole Stephon Diggs trade rumors and just everything that's going on within the locker room right now, there, there seems to be, like, a disconnect. I like the Giants at home. The Giants are coming off two straight wins. They're playing with confidence. There's, a, there's like, an energy on the team right now, and they're feeling really good about themselves. I think that they win at home. Yeah, absolutely. So now let's talk about the Bears and the and the Raiders. That's the first game in, of the season outside the United States, and it's in London, and it's at the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. And who do you pick to win that game? You know what's weird? This so since is on the neutral site, it can really go either way. I think the Bears win. But if this game was at home in Oakland, I think I would have probably picked the Raiders. Um, I, 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 I'm going to probably go with the Bears. They have the better team. You can make an argument Chase Daniel is an upgrade over Mitch Trubisky because he's a veteran quarterback. He may not be as physically gifted as Mitchell Trubisky, but he's going to play within the offense. He's not going to play hero ball. He's not going to make the big mistake. He's going to be accurate. He's definitely a more accurate passer than Trubisky. And I think that the Bears' defense is going to make enough plays for them to win the game. I'm going to say the Raiders in an upset. Because I like how Derek Carr played last week against the Indianapolis Colts. And I thought the Colts almost came back to win this game. But Oakland just looked like they were the better team. This could tell me that they're a better team without Antonio Brown. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. I have a feeling about this game. I'm still going to go with the Bears, but it's like I, I do – part of me wouldn't be surprised if the Raiders win just for some weird reason, but I'm still going to go with the Bears. I just think they have the better team. And then let's talk about next the, the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Jets. Let's do a preview of that game. And then before we predict the score, so the Jets are 0-3 heading off heading, – heading into the – in their post bye week, so what are your goals on the Jets heading into heading into the to into, into the second half of their schedule already? 
So, I guess specifically with this game, personally, I don't think Sam Donald's going to play, even though regardless of what the reports are going to say, they're not going to play him. I just don't. He may he's going to say he feels good and all that, but a doctor's going to have to clear him. Personally, I think they're not going to clear him, um, just because considering you know the illness he had, he's not going to be ready in time. Um, you know, we discussed it before because of the weight loss and all that, and just being in game shape. But yeah, I, I see the Eagles winning this game by double digits for sure. And my question for you is: Do you think the Jets could go one in fifteen this year? Do you see them winning at least one game this year because of how bad they've been? Oh yeah, no, I think that they'll win a game. They'll win a couple of games for sure. Um, but it, I don't expect anything too crazy. Maybe three or four wins at, at the most, but I see them winning a couple of games for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So now let's talk about let's talk about, and I think the Jets are going to win. I think the Eagles are going to win by double digits. I think that's another lock right there for me. And also, it's not really the fault of Adam Gase and Joe Douglas. Yeah, I mean, you know, even though I'm I'm not a big fan of Adam Gase, especially his his play calling so far, like the way it's been this year. Regard the Jets can go zero and sixteen, and he'll still be the head coach next year because. Well, first of all, I wouldn't fire him after one year. I feel like you shouldn't do that to a head coach. He deserves at least two years. Um, obviously, the general manager we just brought him in, so he's going to be back next year. Next year is going to be the big year for the Jets, though, because that, they're not going to have any excuses, especially if Sam Donald's healthy. They're not going to have any excuses. The GM's going to be in the position to bring in his guys. He's going to be able to draft his guys. So there's going to, there's going to be no excuses. But, yeah, this year, unfortunately, it's, it's, it's pretty much over for the Jets. Yeah, absolutely. So now let's talk about next is, is the Ravens and Steelers. I'm actually going to do another upset pick. The Pittsburgh Steelers go two and three and beat the Baltimore Ravens and at home. And I don't see the Steelers team going one and four. I feel like the Steelers team can get back on track. You know, it's interesting. I could see your logic behind that because the Steelers are at home, the Rave, and it's one of those divisional games that are usually very close. It's as well as Lamar Jackson's been playing. It's still tough to win on the road. The Steelers always play well at home, and they have a very underrated defense, in my opinion. So I think the game's going to be a lot closer than people think. Um, like I mentioned, it's a divisional game. I think this, I think the Ravens are going to squeak one out just because they're the better team and they have the better quarterback. But it's going to be a much closer, very, very close game for sure. There's a reason why I picked the Steelers in this game, because I feel like Mason Rudolph – he had a good game last week. I feel like that he can really improve on improve on it. I mean, statistically, he had a good game. But as far as the game plan, the Steelers were very conservative with him. He just didn't really throw the ball down the field, which I understand. You know, young quarterback, primetime game. You don't, you don't want to put him in the position where he has to sort of win you the game. But I guess we'll, we'll learn more about Mason Rudolph throughout the course of the season. Perhaps the Steelers decide to open up the playbook a little bit more for him, but so far they, they've been pretty conservative with him. Yeah, absolutely. They have been kind of conservative with him, that's for sure. So now let's let's the next game we're gonna talk about next is the Buffalo Bills and the Tennessee Titans. So I think it's gonna be 
one of those games that's going to be very close, but I'm going to go with another Music City miracle and that the Tennessee Titans win by a field goal. Yep, I got the Titans at home as well. I mean, we don't know if Josh Allen's going to play. Even if he does play, though, I like the Titans at home. I think they're going to win. Um, I think they're the better team. But then again, the Titans are a weird team. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose this game because for some weird reason, whenever they're expected to win a game, they almost always lose it. I don't know why. But I like them at home. I think they should be able to pull this one out. Absolutely. So now let's talk about next is uh, my game. The Patriots taking on the Washington Redskins. And uh, 4-0 versus 0-4. So my question for you is on on this game – do you think that Jay Gruden's already on the hot seat already? And when do you think it's time for the Redskins to start Dwayne Haskins? You know, it's interesting. Well, to answer your first question, yeah, he is on the hot seat. It's not all his fault, but unfortunately, when you're a team that is in this position where you're 0-4 and you're probably not going to play out, make the playoffs and you're going to be picking high in the draft again, it's just one of those situations where – as an organization, you kind of have to go in a different direction. Um, now, as far as Dwayne Haskins, part of the reason why I think the Redskins waited so long to even play him was because their offensive line isn't really good. Now, watching him against the Giants on Sunday, he actually showed some pretty good mobility. And he, he was a lot better than like what his 40 times suggested at the Combine. But he had some mobility for sure. He did make some, some mistakes – you know, being a young quarterback, that's expected. Some of the timing was off in some of the route between him, him and his wide receivers. But I think that, um, honestly, they have nothing to lose starting him. I think they probably don't start him this week because you're playing against the Patriots who have the number one defense in the league. Granted, the Redskins are at home, but I think they're going to give it another week. If, if they go to 0-5, I think they would seriously consider playing him the following week for sure. I'm saying is that I think the Redskins are going to build around Dwayne Haskins, but but at the same time, Jay Gruden's right now coaching for his job. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think, unfortunately, they're going to move on from him after this season. I don't see the – out of the coaches that are underperforming that are on the hot seat, I don't think Vic Fangio's in the hot seat. I don't think Cliff Kingsbury's on the hot seat. Well, yeah, I mean, those guys are also first-year head coaches. You know, Jay Gooden's been in the I just didn't get why now. the Cardinals didn't give Steve Wilkes another chance, and they decided to just give him a one-and-done. Well, part of it is, you know, there, there's this tendency in the NFL now that I've noticed that teams are looking to hire offensive-minded head coaches, especially if you have a young quarterback or you're going to draft a young quarterback. That's just been the mindset. That's been the mentality that teams have been taking on. Um, and I understand it because it's a quarterback's league. And you can have all the – you can have good players all over the roster, but if you don't get the quarterback right, it doesn't really matter. So I, I understand. Like, it, it sucks for Steve, Steve Wilkes because he's probably not going to get another head coaching job anytime soon. But um, unfortunately, that's just kind of the reality of the NFL right now. Absolutely. You're absolutely right about that. So now let's discuss. Uh, the next game we're going to discuss here is, so I'm going to say the Redskins, I think the Patriots are going to win by a mile over the Redskins. Yeah, got got no argument for me about that. 
And then let's talk about next the some of the late games. Let's start off with the Chargers and the Broncos. I have San, I have the Los Angeles Chargers winning again. I think they're going to get their season on track, and I do think that they're a playoff team for sure. And Denver will go on five, but it's not all Vic Fangio's fault. But I could, but I'll tell you now that I think uh, I think the Broncos. It's not all on Fangio. I think the offense has been inconsistent for Denver, and also. Uh, the defense of the Denver Broncos isn't good without Bradley Chubb, but it's all on Von Miller now. Yeah, I mean, part of it is also, like, the Broncos, they have a lot of old average players, which is, like, the worst position you can be in as a team, having old average guys. Um, It's just one of those where it's, like, I like – see. Something tells me about this game. I'm going to go with the Chargers, but I feel like the Broncos are going to play really hard. They're going to play really hard for Bradley Chubb, one, one of the better young pass rushers in the NFL, who obviously is going to be out for the year because he tore his ACL. Um, I feel like it's one of those things that's going to really motivate the team to play hard. I think they're going to come up a little bit short because the Chargers are at home, and I, I think I like Phillip Rivers over Joe Flacco, so ultimately that's going to be – the determining factor in the Chargers winning. Yeah, I think the Chargers are going to win, that's for sure. But also, speaking of the Cardinals, uh, we forgot to talk about that. And uh, rest in peace, Mr. Bill Bidwell, the owner of the Arizona Cardinals. So we had two owners that have passed away this year. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely uh, may rest in peace. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's it's always difficult, you know, to, to see someone, you know, part of the NFL family, you know, passing away. Um, you know, obviously, our thoughts and prayers go out to his family for especially sure. Especially the Bidwells, especially uh, Michael, because Michael Bidwell is the guy that runs the Cardinals now on the day-to-day basis. And uh, mm-hmm. Bill Bidwell has always been the owner, the principal owner of the Cardinals. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's. I'm sure it's a difficult time for his family right now, and uh, you know, obviously, we wish him the best, and our thoughts and prayers are definitely uh, with his loved ones. For yeah, sure. and also, but Michael Bidwell is now the uh, he's the owner of the Cardinals, but he's the guy that's now taking over the day to day operations with the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. So now that being said, let's keep moving on with our picks of the week. Let's go with the Packers and the Cowboys. I really think Dallas is going to be good. I think I think both teams are very talented, but I picked the, the Cowboys to beat the Packers in the divisional playoffs two years ago, back in the 2016 divisional round of the playoffs. But you know what? Sorry, Cowboy fans. Aaron Rodgers is just too good. He loves playing against the Cowboys, especially in that stadium. He will continue to be their kryptonite, and I think uh, the Packers will win again on an Aaron Rodgers game when he touched down. It's interesting. I actually have the Cowboys winning this game. I think they're going to bounce back from that tough loss they had on Sunday night against the Saints. Devontae Adams may not play for the Packers, so I think that's going to be – I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to overcome that. Like The offense will still be able to move the ball. I just think it's going to take a little bit of time, so there's going to be some rust there. Um, I just think I like the Cowboys because they have the better team. 
They're also at home. I think they, they're going to bounce back. They're going to avenge that loss to the Saints. Yeah, but I'm saying at the same time, I think it. I'm just not underestimating Aaron Rodgers. I think he's gonna. I think the Packers are gonna go four and one. I think, I think the Cowboys don't play necessarily play well against Green Bay. Oh yeah, no, I'm a I'm a huge A Rod fan for sure. It's just I think Dallas at home, the better team. Green Bay's a little bit nicked up. Devontae Adams might not play. I think that might be a significant loss for them. Because the rest of their receivers, although they've played well, they're pretty young and they're nowhere near the caliber of Devontae Adams. So I think the, because of that, I, I got the Cowboys at home winning the game. Uh, absolutely. So now let's talk about ne- the next game we're going to talk about next is the Colts over the Tech. Colts and Chiefs Sunday Night Football. Colts came off a tough loss against the Oakland Raiders. I still think that this Colts team is very solid, especially with that defense with uh, what you would call this in in Darius Leonard, Justin Houston. Those guys are very good defensively. Offensively, Jacoby Brissett has been a solid quarterback. But at the same time, I think that the Colts, I think that the Colts, however, uh, the Colts, however, I'm, I think they'll 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 go two and three. But at the same time, I think the Colts. The Colts will end up getting going on a win streak after the Chiefs game. There's no way they're beating the Chiefs. Yeah, I just think they're not going to be able to put up enough points. That's going to be the problem. Um, they, they they have a very good roster, and I like a lot of things about the Colts, but I just don't see Jacoby Brissett matching Patrick Mahomes in a shootout. They're just not going to be able to put up enough points. So I think the Chiefs are going to win by probably around 10 points or so. And then let's talk about next, the month. And then the Monday night preview between the the 49ers and the Browns. I picked the Cleveland Browns on this one. That's one of my other upset picks. I, though I like San Francisco and I like Jimmy Garoppolo, I just think the Browns are going to continue to get back their season on track because I think that's a team that's going to be in the playoffs for sure. You know what's interesting? I actually have the Browns in an upset as well because – the, the Niners are three and zero, and they've played they've played a little bit sloppy. Like the Steelers game, they had a lot of turnovers, but they were able to pull it out because they were at home. And they've played well at home this year. It's just one of those that I think what it's going to come down to is the fact that Joe Staley's not going to be there. They're not going to be able to block Miles Garrett. And I think it's going to be a significant matchup problem for them. So I got the Browns winning a close one in an upset. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think, uh, what you would call this, I think, uh, I think, uh, what you would call this, uh, I, I, I think, I think Cleveland's going to be good in this one. So now, before we end this, let's do a Thursday night week six preview while we're at it. Uh, we talk about who's winning between the Patriots and the Giants on Thursday night football next Thursday. And I'm going to pick the Patriots. So I think by the time they beat the Redskins, I see this Patriots team going six and zero. But I think the Patriots are going to win in a close one because of how good Daniel Jones is. Uh, I, it's so weird. Like, I'm so tempted to, like, pick the Giants just given the, the history between the two teams. And I think the last time, if I'm not mistaken, that they played in Foxborough, I think the, the Giants actually won. Eli Manning led a, a comfort behind 
game-winning drive. The last time the, um, Cow- the Patriots played the Giants was in the regular season was 2015, and the Patriots ended up winning that game. Right. I'm talking about the one – the last time they played in Foxborough. Oh, it's yeah. 2011. In, in the 2011 season when, when Eli Manning led a big comeback and then, and then afterwards the Giants picked up Tom Coughlin after the game in the locker room. Yeah, so I think that that's what's kind of are you kind of hesitant me, on if, that pick for next Thursday night? You know what? Let why why not? Let's be ambitious. I'm gonna go with the Giants in an upset. I got the Giants in an upset. I think they win. Danny Dimes leads a cover behind game winning drive, gets it done. You think that? Uh, you think Daniel yeah. Jones in Foxborough will come in? To that game because normally young quarterbacks don't play well against the Patriots at Gillette Stadium. This is true, but I, I, I don't know. Hey, let's go for it. Why not? Let's be ambitious. Yeah. Maybe I'm, I'm picking with my, I'm probably going with my uh, heart over my head here, but hey, let's do it. Why not? Giants are enough set. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that. But, anyways, you have a good day and we'll talk next week. For sure, Lorenzo. Take care.